Welcome back to The Mammy Show. This is your host, Rohit. Today, we have Tony, the best-selling author, public speaker, and leadership consultant. Thank you, Tony, for getting into the show. Thanks, Rohit. Thanks for having me. Awesome. I think it's been a pleasure to have you in. You've been into leadership for long. You've been public speaking for many years now. Coaching entrepreneurs, published a bunch of books. I guess you will be publishing your next book in upcoming days as well. I'm going to ask you that too. So, so, so would you just like to give a quick intro of yourself, how you got started with everything in a small nutshell, you know? Sure. So I'm a speaker and I primarily speak on culture, business culture. So that's how people relate to one another, how people connect with one another. Uh, my foray into this is really wild because I was a chemical engineer initially, and then I went to work in a nonprofit. And at some point I realized I needed to do something completely different. And so I had a meeting with some of my closest friends. I view them as somewhat of a personal advisory board. And I was asking them, I pulled them together to get help. And one of them just out of the blue asked, you know, the age old question, if you could do anything in the world, what would it be? And in the back of my mind, I was planning on saying, you know, I would do business development, but something in me just spurted out, well, gosh, if I get paid to do anything, I'd be a speaker. And I said, but, because I was going to then go into being a business consultant. And immediately the wheel started turning. And three weeks later, I was in Bermuda opening for Les Brown, who's one of the most famous speakers in the world. Uh -huh. And so that was 2006. From there, it's really just been a whirlwind of, you know, building a business, developing clients, trans, you know, tr transitioning as the world changes, but really making sure that I'm constantly meeting the needs. Because mm -hmm. for me, it's not just about what I give, it's about what people receive and can implement. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So you've been into leadership for long. So how you would like to explain the leadership, the type of leadership, and which one is the best to go? Sure. So for me, when I think of leadership, uh, I use this phrase called, well, actually, let me just tell you a story. So I was um, when I was with one of my close friends, and I found out that he was about to be deployed to Afghanistan. And so we pulled together a very close, uh, all of his close friends that had a party in my place. And, you know, we were sharing about how we're going to stay in touch, take care of his family. And there was a high-ranking officer in the U.S. Army who said something I'll never forget. He looked at him and he said, you're what I call a force multiplier because by your very presence, you bring out the best in everyone around you. And he said a bunch of other stuff afterwards, but I really didn't pay attention to it because that resonated. I was a person even at the time who mm -hmm. was teaching on, teaching on leadership, speaking about leadership. And people define leadership a lot of different ways. You know, leaders have followers, you know, leaders change cultures, but rarely do people say, because a leader is there, everyone else is better. And uh -huh. to me, that is the goal of leadership. Yes, it is absolutely to drive them towards a mission, but uh -huh. if a leader doesn't make everyone better, the leader's dispensable. You don't need the leader. It's only because the leader brings out the best in everyone and keeps them focused that the leader really has value. And so for me, that's the angle I take. Now, there are components to doing that, but it really is about how do you bring out the best in those you've been given a charge to? Yeah, and I think, I think leadership is the impact. Like leadership is something obviously impact. You work as a role model for a bunch of people, you know, like how you, like that's like how they see like into you, like it is what it is. You know? Yeah, 
Yeah, and the thing is, though, everyone needs something different. Yeah. Some people need role models. Some yeah. people need mentors. Some people need teachers. Some people need motivators. Mm. You know, some people need people who hold them accountable. And the leader's job is not to just say, well, here's my one style. I'm going to do this. The leader's job is to figure out with each person, what do they need so I can best give that to them? Awesome. You used to talk about the straight leadership, you know, so how you would like to speak about the straight leadership? I'm sorry, can you say it again, though? Which leadership? Straight leadership, you know, like you used to talk about the straight leadership. Straight oh, like personality strengths and things of yeah. that nature? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that, that ties right into what we're saying because each person has their own set of strengths, right? You have a set of strengths. You're probably aware of what some of them are. Um, I have a set of strengths. With that, whether we like to admit it or not, we have weaknesses, right? Yeah. <laughs> we don't always like to admit it, but we yeah. absolutely have weaknesses. And so in a way that's good, we often rely on our strengths. But the problem is because we have our own set of strengths and the, our own set of things that motivate us and our own set of things that excite us, we expect that other people want those very same things yeah. and they don't. And so what we do, you know, I created a model called force multiplier, but I looked at four different types of personalities and it's not just who they are, but what do they need? What motivates them? How do you make them better? And if you're one of those personalities, what are the things that you should do to leverage your strengths? But also, uh -huh. what are some of your potential blind spots that you need to watch out for that can get you in trouble? <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, and it's it, here's what's wild about it, right? I mean, it's when, when I take, when I walk people through this, mm -hmm. They think, oh, okay, this is about leadership. But then as we start talking about it, they go, oh, this explains my marriage. This explains my kids. This explains my <laughs> neighbors. You know, because it's all about people. We're not, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. dealing with human beings. It's and so really what I'm trying emotions. to- It's about emotions. It's about emotions as well. It is not, yeah, because humans are emotions and feelings. It's like real, not like robots or little, like it's real. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what we miss sometimes as leaders is we think, well, okay, I've got a technique mm. and all of my people are going to become robots and just follow my technique. And we mm. forget their emotions. We forget mm. their needs. And so the better we learn to just connect with people and yeah. figure people out, the better leaders we become. Yeah. I think the best leaders are the same, you know, like who take care of the people who take care of their company, employees, workforce, work-life balance, culture, you know. That's where the things plays in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? That's easy for us to say. But when you're in the middle of it and you've been given people to lead and responsibilities and budget and deadlines and all these things circling around. And, you know, now we're talking about people who are entrepreneurs, too. Right. Because mm -hmm. a lot of your listeners are entrepreneurs. Yeah. They're people who built a product. Mm -hmm. Right. And I love my product or my service. But I wasn't expecting to have to deal with all these people, too. So I got to now deal with my product. And I got to deal with people who don't love my product and services the way I do. Mm -hmm. And so when you're dealing with all of those, then our own emotions get in the way. That's right. We forget that they're people. And we forget that I need to stop and, and connect with them. Even though I'm in a rush and even though I'm stressed, me pushing my stress onto them is not helpful. It's actually going to cause damage in the long run. Got it. It's real. Awesome.
So, so tell something like, how should someone understand their personality? You know, like many people have this big thing, like understanding their personality, get going into their purpose, having the purpose in their life and, you know, get going to their goals. So how should they understand their what's best for them? What's not best for them? What's like positive, what's negative, like what's, you know what I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I think, so here's where I'm different than some people. People uh -huh. say, do what you love. Mm -hmm. I, I hold off on that. Okay. Uh, because sometimes what we love is not what we're good at. Yeah. I say first do what you're good at, what you've consistent. Like I realized, okay, I was a chemical engineer. I worked in nonprofit. I worked in finance. I trained mm -hmm. trainers for a hedge fund. I did all these different things that are totally unrelated. Right. Wow. But then one day I said, okay, why was I successful in each of those things? It came down to about three things. I was able to figure things out very quickly. Mm -hmm. I was able to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And I was able to take things that sounded complicated and make them seem very simple. Yeah. And that's all I did in all, as a chemical engineer, all the things that you think that make a chemical engineer good, I'm horrible at. I mean, I'm not <laughs> like detail oriented. You know, you look at my lab book and you're like, I mean, I have a patent. And, you know, we had to go back and like, how'd you come up with this patent? I'm like, I know how I did it, but you can't follow this and figure it out. You know, it's a mess. But yeah. I realized I, I looked at something and said, nobody else is looking at it this way. I just looked at it differently and made it really simple. And that's so once I figured out that I realized those are my strengths. So if I constantly do those, what I love, I'll figure out. Mm -hmm. But what I'm good at. That's what I was made to do. And those are the things that I will naturally do better than other people. But if I put time and effort into it and really work on those skills, I'll be world-class at it. And if I'm world-class at it, it's very easy to monetize. It's very easy to have a That's career. Right. It's very yeah. easy to build a business, right? It is. So. It's, it's, it's exactly like when, when someone used to, when someone used to get started with something, they used to make a bunch of mistakes, you know, but when they pick one thing is working, you know, one trade is working, or one stock is working, or one thing is working, or one strategy is working. That's the shot. Like that's the shot, which I have obviously learned from last five years now. And I have seen a bunch of people as well and successful, like bunch of guys. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, and I love what you're saying. It, it's, you got to take the shots and you can't be afraid of failure. Yeah. Right. You can't be afraid because like there are things I didn't know that I would be good at that I'm doing now and I'm actually really good at. For example, this is, I nobody, very few people even know this. Uh, I, I've, this past year, I executive produced three movies. They're all shorts, but one of them, one of them won some awards. One of them is blowing up. It's winning awards all over the place. We just premiered it at Grauman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood where the mm -hmm. Walk of Fame is, all right? Two years ago, if you'd said, Tony, you're going to be in the movie business, I would have laughed you out the door. Never <laughs> would have thought about it. Right? Movies, dude, that's not what I do. Yeah. And then the right relationships and the right opportunity came about. And I tried it. And I realized I'm good at parts of it. And those parts are what people need. And I'm learning other parts of it. But it's because I tried something and I came into it going, this may totally blow up. I have no idea, but it's going to be a fun shot. And if people approach things that way, instead yeah. of, oh, no, I made a mistake. Oh, no, I quote unquote failed. 
you know, if if you realize right now, Rowan, okay, if I said to you, Rowan, here's, I'm going to make you a deal. I'm going to promise you. Yeah. Okay. If you fail 20 times, you'll make $500 million. Uh-huh. How would you view failure? I think. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. okay, that's just another one. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? Just, and, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a success as well. Like, you know, like you have a goal, like if you can fail, like I think you have something at the end, like a bright side at the end. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, we learn to, to manage that and to figure out our strengths and learn more of our strengths as we go. We, we learn and develop them, but then once you start to leverage them, yeah, the world's your oyster. It's real. Yeah. It's impact. People start following when leaders become big leaders. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And, and you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm no, not. I was just going to say, you know, and, and here's the thing. I think everybody, I think there's a lot of people who want to be leaders for the wrong reasons. Uh-huh. They just like, I should be a leader. That's where their value is. You that's know what? Not, not everyone needs to lead. That's not the success, you know? Like, that's not the success. Because if you were trying to be a leader just for the sake of being a leader, that's not a thing. But if you are trying to be a leader just for the sake you are good at something, then you can be a leader, you know? You're following a passion. You are like motivating people or you are like letting people follow you just because you are doing something good. That's being a leader, you know, like that's not, you know, like that's the thing. Right. Yeah. It's not about the title. It's not about the prestige. It's right. about the passion in the people. Yeah. Yep. And that's what people follow. It's exactly. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. You said last, like, in the in the previous thing as well like the force multiplier what do you mean by the being a force multiplex you know yeah i mean so technically a force multiplier is a tool right like if you have a hammer you swing a hammer but the hammer has a lot more strength than your swing right you yeah. push down on a lever and you can lift up big stuff because the tool multiplies the effort what what i mean is as a leader mm. I am giving people the tools and the skills and I'm freeing them up so that they can multiply what they're doing in ways they couldn't if I weren't there. That affects, that means, so there's a few things though. That means uh -huh. my attitude has to be a certain way, right? If I come in and I'm always down, I mm. suck the life out of people. And there's studies that show you can measure how successful a sale team sales team will be by their emotions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But emotions are contagious, right? So sorry. like uh -huh. if I yawn, like I probably just made a bunch of people yawn, right? Because there's a thing called yawn contagion. It's contagious. Yeah. Smiles are contagious too. Happiness is contagious. Confidence is contagious. And so as a leader, that means there are times you have to decide to be happy decide mm -hmm. to be confident for the sake of your team. There are times that you have to delegate, even though you don't want to delegate. Like I'm in the process right now. I got a client that's just giving us a, a contract that's bigger than we've ever had. This one contract's bigger than our business has ever been, right? And so we've had meetings all morning about what do I need to not do? Because if I do everything, we're going to be limited in what we can actually do. 
But if I make sure I pass it on to all the right people and delegate and find people could do it, then we can grow at scale. Yeah. And a lot of people don't grow at scale because they can't let go of their baby. Their business is their baby. Their product is their baby. No one can do it like them, which may be true, but you will never grow at scale if you don't let other people in. And so even me, I'm having to learn that. It is. like I think businesses are all about people. It's not about one man army. You cannot be, I think you cannot be big one with just being working as a alone, to be honest. It is. Absolutely. In fact, I'm going to tell you a secret. This will be really good, especially for all the entrepreneurs who are listening. Mm -hmm. If you really want the secret to leveling up your business, change who you hang around with. Yeah, it's right really thing. that simple. Like you always hear the phrase, you know, you're the sum product of the five people you spend the most time with, right? You hear that all the time. That's right. But what you don't think is I have control over who those five people are. Yeah. And at different times in my career, I've made a conscious decision to say, I need to get into that circle. And getting into that circle opened up a door that I never saw That's right. and it elevated my business. And I'm talking monetarily. I mean, I, you can, I can measure the amount of money that, that I made from changing circles. Mm. And so it's really important to do that. Society is the thing, you know, which matters the most, what you soak in, you put out. It yep. is. Yeah. So yeah. Tell the one more thing, you know, like what engagement means in journal, you know, like engagement in journal, you know that. All right. So this again, I need you to see me smiling, right? Because yeah. this ties into everything we've just said, okay? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. when people talk about engagement, they use phrases like, you know, taking ownership, you know, being fully invested. Mm -hmm. Those are outcomes of engagement. What engagement to me, the simplest way to define engagement, engagement is how much somebody cares. If I care, I'm engaged. If I care, I take ownership. If I care, I go above and beyond the call of duty. If I care, I pitch in even when I don't need to. I stay extra hours. I'm invested. When I care, that's what I do. When I don't care, doesn't matter how much you pay me, I'm going to say that ain't in my job description, right? You know, you we've heard these things, right? And it's yeah. a function of they don't care. Now, here's, you know, so now, because I, I deal with this with clients, we're like, you know, we've got low engagement, we're having problems with hiring. I don't think you're having a hiring problem. I think the people that you hired wanted to be engaged when they got there. But the number one thing that determines engagement is a person's direct leader mm. because how much you care is often something you're reciprocating. Uh -huh. So Rohit, you're my leader and you care about me. So mm. now because you care about me, I care about you yeah. and the company because you represent the company to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm just the number to you, if I'm just, you know, one of these people and I'm, I'm just in the way and you're hoping you can just get, I feel that. Yeah. Now I may, there's a small percentage of likelihood that I may still care in spite of you, mm. but you want people to care because of you. 
that's when you're great leadership. So that's engagement to me. So when we talk about engagement, we've made it all mystical, like trying to find Bigfoot in the Loch Ness Monster, right? Engagement, engagement is quiet quitting. What is quiet quitting? <laughs> I stopped caring. And why aren't you caring? Because you don't respect me and you want me to do this menial job for too little money. And it's clearly you don't value me. So I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm here, but I'm not. That's all quiet quitting is, is people don't care. It comes down to people. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, we both are in agreement with that. But the more we as leaders figure it out, and if I have to pound it in our heads, it's worth it. It's just like, it's just like a dating relationship or a marriage relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do Right. You can do all the right things. You can buy flowers. Mm. You can buy candy, you can take people out to dinner. Mm. But if you don't care, who cares? That's real. right. It comes down to you got to care. It's reciprocating, you know, like the way you treat yourself, the way you treat others, they will treat you, obviously. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. So, Tony, tell us something about your books. You recently pu published like book as well and what's the next plan for the next book and what the recent book was so the book was the force multiplier i keep saying it over and over again right uh -huh. um how to lead teams where everyone wins and it's really about how to be it's all the stuff we've talked about literally everything okay. we've talked about is about the book it uh -huh. is how to be the best leader how to get people engaged how do you get yourself more engaged how do and, and how do you relate this to people not only who you work with but other people and mm. if you take the book you can actually uh, there's a code in there. You can get a discount and you can take a personality assignment. I've built a personality assessment and you can take it online. And there's mm -hmm. so that there's that whole thing. I, over the last seven years, have done a lot of work with unconscious bias and diversity, because if you really want to get into what is diversity and equity and inclusion, it is that we care about certain people more than we care about other people. It's really that simple. And we need to care about all people. I mean, when you make it that basic, everybody just wants value and respect. If we give that to everyone, a lot of the stuff figures it out. So uh, I've been wanting to write a book and I've been, I've been kind of between two different topics, but honestly, I've been so busy with clients that it's hard to. So I am far more likely by the end of this year to have some online classes that I'm developing so that uh -huh. people can come in, take the classes in small doses and learn. And then I'm building a community of people because the, the community, here's why that's important. All this stuff, it really comes down to you and I. Yeah. Why is it hard to care? Because I don't care about myself right. I didn't take care of myself. Why is it hard? Why is it easy to discriminate or treat people poorly? Well, hurt people hurt other people, right? And so if we can get us together, mm. then we treat everyone else better. And so the community that I'm building is all about us so that we can be our best people. And then when we're our best people, then we can give the best to other people. So that's the deal. I think it's real, you know, like even one of my friends, like Peter, like in the last episode, I have also seen his story as well, like, how you treat yourself and you cannot be like um, good at like you cannot if you have in a, if you have struggles inside in yourself you cannot be good at externally you know yep if the mindset is sucks like mindset is not you know because mindset is everything you know that yeah you know they always say you can't outwork a bad diet like when you're losing weight you have to you know you yeah. can't outwork a bad diet 
You yeah. can't outgive a bad mindset. Mm. You it's, can't do it. Yeah, it's it's real. You know, like it, like it's like a like food in, good food out, or like healthy diet. You you cannot lose weight if you're eating if you're eating the fatty stuff. You know. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and that's the thing. So, okay, so I know we got to go in a second, but that's the problem. So most leaders are thinking, well, what do I have to do? Hmm. But they don't think, what do I have to stop doing? Right? Like if you go to the doctor and you want to lose weight, yeah, they may say stop extra, you know, start exercising, start doing this. They're also going to say, stop eating Twinkies, right? I mean, there's a stop in there too, so we can be our best selves. Yeah. We got to do, we got to start and stop. See that as well. Like people have a bunch of addictions, like smoking and so on. They used to say, I'm feeling stressed. I'm having anxiety. I'm having depression. Stop smoking while you are doing it. It's just soaking your entire blood and internally just ruining you. Like it's real. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the big problem. It's the problem of mindset, you know, like it's the big, like in society, yeah. in the big economy, it is. Yep. Awesome. So, any best advice for anyone, for young entrepreneurs, for young leaders, for young guys who are just getting started with business and so on? So what do you want to say to them? Uh, if you're just getting started in business, a couple of things really quickly. Uh -huh. Surround yourself with great people. Know that you're going to make mistakes and they're not the end of the world. And don't listen to the naysayers because there will be people who are going to tell you you can't do it. And one last thing, learn how to be a good leader before you need to be one. Because mm -hmm. by the time you need to be one, you don't have the time to learn. If you're going to build a business, eventually other people come into play. Learn how to be a good leader before you need to be one. So when you need to be one, you're all set to go. Those are the things I tell a young entrepreneur. Awesome. Cool. cool. Well, thank you so much for getting into the show. It was good to have you in. We would love to have you in into the next season or so. This was just the first, this is just the first season which is running right now. You are into the probably like 70 or 71 episode at this time. I think you will be going to be. So we would love to have you in into the next season or so. And thank you so much for having in. Thanks for having me. I loved the conversation and I would love to do it again.